Welcome to Cinecast, a Cinedec podcast where we chat with outside-the-box thinkers that are changing the video industry. Take one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cinecast, a Cinedec podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Everyone, thank you so much for listening in. And make sure that you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to hear more of our content. Make sure you're heading to our website as well for more Cinedec videos, articles, and of course, more episodes of Cinecast. So while the world faces the global COVID-19 pandemic and deals with the healthcare ramifications, our economy, both here in the United States and globally, uh, is shifting tremendously. So is our daily work life and kind of our day-to-day processes. For those of us that are lucky enough to have a flexible position, we're now working from our homes. And this is presenting new challenges in software and hardware limitations in workflow adjustments and in communications. But for industries like film and work like video editing, these have been realities for many freelance professionals for years in the industry now. So how do they do it? What tools do they use? And how has COVID-19 shown the need for capable remote workflows, especially in the film industry? To break it down, we're joined by frequent guest on the podcast, Mike Nugget, freelance colorist and finished editor. Mike, great to have you back on. How are you doing today? I'm doing as, as well as I can in the situation that we're in. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm basically the same. Basically the same. Uh, you know, luckily still uh you know still chugging away per usual at market scale uh you know we're still doing these um, podcasts and conversations and you know lucky enough to have the opportunity to you know speak with folks like you during this time um but yeah you know i always like to start these podcasts nowadays with how are you holding up during this pandemic uh you know is everything everything going all right uh you know has your your work life changed much what's what's going on in mike's world yeah, I mean, uh, you know, luckily I'm, I'm healthy, um, you know, um, that's been very good. Me and my wife are just sitting at home hunkering down like everybody else. Um, we go to the stores, you know, once every other week if we have to, and, you know, masks and gloves at this point. Um, luckily, uh, I haven't been in New York City now for at least two weeks, over two weeks now, so that's good. I mean, I was there right before they made the big announcements to shut everything down. Wow. And, um, you know, we were packing up everything. We took everything home, all the drives, all the media and everything like that. So um, luckily, I, you know, I, I've been set up at home to work freelance now for a couple of years. So kind of had a little bit of a head start on most people. Um, so it was just really just getting all the media together. But it was interesting to to go through that, quote unquote, chaos of, of scrambling to get everybody uh, in the project I'm working on to to be able to do this. So it's been a little hectic. Um, but, you know, that, that's going. We have a show that's going right now. It start, just aired last night, and then um, it's got five more weeks left. So we're just finishing that up. And then after that, I'm, i got to say, I'm going to be a little, probably going to be a little slow because work is, is slowing down a little bit, for I think, yeah. for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, where it's not is folks that aren't working from home, you know, so it's, uh, it's, a, it's mm-hmm. a different dynamic out there. Um, but, yeah, yeah so, so I wanted to just pick your brain a little bit on – how the industry is reacting to the pandemic. Has your work changed much or been affected because of the pandemic? Um, like just your basic day-to-day workflows um, and, you know, are projects shifting in scope? Are there expectations that are changing now from your clients? Break down some of those relationships in the day-to-day for you. 
Yeah, um, I mean, day to day, minute to minute, what I do, coloring and finishing and stuff like that. It, I mean, like I said, I, I've been set up for a while now, so I can continue to do what I've been doing for years already. So, I mean, when I have the work to do and there's work to do, it's it's pretty, um, it's pretty the same, pretty much the same thing because I've been set up like this for a while. I mean, I imagine some people who are just getting systems at their houses now you know, all of a sudden have to like build a desk for themselves and put a monitor here and put this here. And, you know, I've been set up like that for a while now. So that's thankfully that whole portion wasn't a scramble as much for me. It was just getting the media from the client. Um, as far as like what's being affected is really, you know, obviously the person, the person stuff that we have to do as a colorist that my job is to do the color and then review in person with one, two, three, sometimes five, um, executives or people, directors in my room sitting within, you know, inches of me sometimes, um, to go through shot by shot, make sure everything looks great. Make sure, you know, the right shots there, make sure the color's good. You might want to do some tweaking on this one, you know, sharpening, you know, all that stuff. So <clears throat> obviously we can't do that right now. So it's become a complete re remote workflow. Um, I've done this before, you know, I work with a company in Texas that I've never met them before. We just talk on the phone and email, but it, it, it brings upon, certain um expectations that have to be met mentally by a lot of people like for instance the uh, you know the eps can't expect to make a correction right there and then because i'm not sitting with them we actually i actually was able to remote into the the, the company that i'm working with now and actually run the session from my house with using team viewer and the the executive was in the room he was the only person in the building so he got to sit in the room with the color corrected monitor and actually watch it while I hit play from my house in Long Island. And um, so that was an interesting way to do it. But then it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot more time involved because I have to make a lot more files and upload them. And then someone has to download them, watch, put them on the computer, watch them, then make notes, you know, handwritten notes or typed up notes, give them back to me. I have, you know, rinse and repeat a couple times when we're doing reviews as opposed to being able to do that live with each other where, you know, it's usually an eight hour day, let's say, or six hour day where once we leave, we're done. There is no more. Let's see another version of this. Let's see it, you know, cause we did it all together live. So it definitely, um, takes a lot more, uh, patience, I would say. Yeah. Uh, luckily, you know, with technology and, and, you know, I gotta say one of the things I've, one conversation I've been having with a lot of people is the, um, the test we're having now with internet. You know, this is the biggest, this is, this is by far the biggest worldwide test we're having with the, the infrastructure of bandwidth and internet, you know, Fios and Optimum, whoever, whatever your cable network is or whatever, to, to be able to support every single person working from home. I mean, I'm sending files that are hundred gig yeah. and, you know, luckily I have Fios and they, you know, kudos to Fios that I have a gig, uh, up and down. Ooh, so it, it's nice. pretty quick. Jealous. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll send a file to somebody and it might take me, you know, 40 minutes to upload it, but then they're taking three, four hours to download it. Right. Um, you know, so you're talking about doing review stuff over, like I'll upload it at six o'clock at night and I'll get notes the next day at like two in the afternoon because they just downloaded overnight and watched it. Right. So it's definitely, um, you know, every, and the good thing is people are being, you know, they understand, you know, we're working with HBO right now and HBO, you know, we, we basically told them straight out, hey, we're going to have to, 
we might miss a deadline, you know, a, a certain date that you want to file by or whatever because of this situation. And they were actually very nice about it. And they're like, of course, you know, we understand everybody's in the same situation. So what do you think the pandemic has revealed uh, the most about some of the standard remote workflows that are necessary in your industry uh, on the freelancer's side? Uh, you know, how do you think the remote freelancer dynamic is maybe already set up to respond well to this kind of shift in day to day? Um, and and what are the basics of the standard remote workflow that work in your industry that you know people should continue to um, be leaning towards? Um, so ironically, when this whole thing first started being talked about about working remotely, I kind of thought I was going to be ahead of the curve because I had my system set up, and I thought people were going to start running to me to to hey, I need this work done, whatever, because they couldn't go to the post houses because they were physically closing. And, you know, I'm glad to hear that all the post houses got remote people because a lot of them are my friends. And I'm glad to hear that people aren't out of work. Um, but that kind of hindered me a little bit because now I wasn't the only guy out there who had a remote um, setup. I think one thing that's going to come out after all this is done is going to be an interesting thing. And this is goes, you know, not just in our industry, in every industry, banking and everything, whatever you do, like it's going to be interesting when we all can, quote unquote, can go back to work when people are now, they've set up home systems or they know that it works. You know, all of a sudden they're like, well, wait, I might be able to work at home now from now on or once in a while. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic to see people who are full time in post houses, not like myself, who when, you know, they're asked to go back to work, let's say, when, you know, some people might be like, well, I, I now realize I could do this at home, so maybe I'll do this. So that'll be an interesting thing to see happen. Um, of course, people will have to buy their own equipment. And that's that's where someone like me, who already purchased my own equipment, will still be remote. So, you know, maybe maybe that's when some people, some clients might not want to go into the post house because they still don't want to go to New York City, whatever. And then maybe I'll be able to take advantage of that. I'm not sure. So last note I wanted to hit on in this quick update is to um, briefly touch on the tools that you're using that have made uh, your life easier during this day-to-day work-life shift and, uh, you know, tools that have already been useful, but maybe now you're seeing them as even more useful. One of the tools, and I've talked about this many times, many places, is using Cinex tools um, from the company Cinedec. So basically, the idea of using Cinex tools is file insertion. Um, so if you have a QuickTime ProRes file that's, you know, 90 minutes long or 60 minutes long, and, you know, after you made the file, someone wants to update something, whether it's as simple as the slate or, uh, you know, changing one shot out or changing a graphic out or an editorial change or whatever it is, you can literally, instead of exporting that whole file, which could take, you know, an hour out of your system, um, it literally takes seconds. So, you know, that's something that I use all the time anyway, even when I'm as a freelancer, when I'm working either at home or at someone's facility, I bring this with me anyway. So I have that in my back pocket. I'm working on an HBO show right now, and I was using it on the show already. When the pandemic kind of really struck and they started closing everything down, we were literally, it's a five-part series, um, and we were literally, at that moment, all five episodes were being worked on at the same time. It was literally the worst time that this could have happened um, because we had so much going on. So, you know, coming back home now to my own house, um, 
I'm by myself. And now I'm, you know, initially I was just going to be the colorist on this project and I was, I was making files and I was giving it to another facility and they were going to create the master files with the audio and send it to HBO. Um, when this whole thing happened, that facility wasn't able to handle this job anymore. So I, without really, you know, expecting it, took on the, the role of the entire post house. So instead of just doing color, now I'm getting all wow. the graphics. Now I'm getting the audio files. I'm making all the master files. I'm uploading them straight to HBO. So um, that wasn't really expected. And now, you know, I have this whole burden on me of, you know, I already had 40 hours worth of work for that week. Now I have this extra time to make files and everything else. And like I was saying before, with all the, with the remote reviewing, um, you know, normally if the guy sitting right next to me, the EP sitting right next to me wants to change a shot out, usually the assistant's sitting, you know, around the corner from me. And I can say, hey, you know, yell down the hall and I need this shot changed, whatever. And within minutes, he puts it on on, on the, the drive that we're sharing and, and I can put it right in. Now it's like I have to email somebody. I have to wait for them to email me back. I have to tell them which shot to change. They send it through, you know, whatever, um, Dropbox right. or Asparagus or something like that. I have to download it. I have to put it and then I have to make this file. And, you know, I just don't have the time to sit there and remake hour long files all the time. I mean, I can't even tell you how many hours this, this thing saves me all the time, every time I use it. I mean, literally within, within seconds, if I export a file and someone says, oh, I'm sorry, it was supposed to say this, or this guy's name is spelled wrong. I'm like, Ugh. like normally you'd have to export the whole file again, or hopefully the client, the network will accept patches and you just got to send the patch. But eventually you got to make a new master anyway. So that insertion um, ability is just, it's priceless. All right, Mike Nugget, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast once again. Always love chatting with you and, and picking your brain on on how these tools are benefiting you in your day-to-day. -day. I hope you stay safe during this pandemic. Right. And, uh, you know, I have a feeling this is going to last a little longer than maybe we expect. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so the... The benefits that we're seeing out of tools like these, uh, you know, so that industry can continue to move along, uh, I think will continue to uh, to really show their value. And I appreciate you coming on to help express how they show you value. Yeah, and and uh, you know, to give them a little plug now too, which you know, hopefully there'll be some good things that come out of the situation in life in general. But, um, you know, Cinex is, is to promote them. They're giving away free license right now for a month, um, you know, for people who need it. And which, which I think is great because a lot of people are in my situation now. And if they had this program and they know how to use it, if they learn how to use it, you know, when the pro, when this is over, you know, they'll probably say to themselves, you know, I can't live without this anymore either. And, and then, and then buy the licenses. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of companies are giving out free softwares right now, which is very nice and kind of them. Um, so I would definitely, you know, take advantage of that as much as you can too, but we'll, we'll get through this. We absolutely will. All right, Mike Nugget. Thank you so much for joining us again. Mike Nugget is a freelance colorist and finishing editor. We'll chat again soon. All right. Thanks a lot. And thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Cinecast. And if you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, you can head to our website. You can also find our podcast on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're leaving a rating and a comment wherever you're listening to your podcast content. And again, our website is Cinedec.com. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.